day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. This is episode number three for the week of November 24th. I am your host, Michelle, and I am so happy you are here. We are kicking off this Thanksgiving week to talk about how young is too young to go to Disneyland and what is it like through the ages at Disneyland Resort. I'm going to share my experiences both as a child growing up with Disneyland and then being able to take my children to Disneyland at the age of as young as two and up. And I want to share my experiences with you and give you a perspective on how it looks through their eyes and how it looks through my eyes or looked through my eyes as a child. So let's go ahead and get started. First, we'll start with me. So I went to Disneyland for the first time when I was four years old. And let me tell you, I may not remember every single detail, but I remember some key things. And I am certain that that was the moment I fell in love with Disneyland Resort. Here are some things that I can remember. Standing in line in anticipation, not sure exactly what was going to happen, but knowing that what was about to happen was very exciting. And I remember going through the park, my dad was holding my hand, and we were going as fast as possible to the Matterhorn. I remember being um, on the bridge that goes through Sleeping Beauty's castle, and we are going through Fantasyland, taking a right, and going to the Matterhorn. That was like a big deal to get on that ride. I can remember riding it at four. I certainly remember the abominable snowman and feeling like he was creepy and scary. It was as rickety of a ride when I was four as I am, um, as old as I am now. It's just always been that way. But I remember this feeling in the park. I remember this energy that was all around me. People were excited, but even more than excited, it was like people had this feeling of like euphoria being in there and laughing and the smells and the sounds. And I remember we stayed at Disneyland Resort and our room overlooked Uh, the park so you could see Disneyland and I remember when the fireworks went off and how magical it was to be in that hotel room and see those fireworks. It was like so special and like I said I know I fell in love with Disneyland at that moment because we continued to go to Disneyland um, throughout my childhood and then of course I continued that on and I remember feeling that that was the greatest thing ever. And so much so that when we would go to other theme parks, I was disappointed as a kid that it wasn't Disneyland. Sure, I had a good time. I remember going to Knott's Berry Farm a lot. I remember when we went to Universal Studios when I was a kid. We went to Great America, um, which is Six Flags now. Um, Let's see. I think we... I don't think we went to Magic Mountain, but we went to those other theme parks. And while I certainly did have a good time, I just wasn't uh, having as much of that same feeling as I did with Disneyland. I just knew it. 
and this is over 40 years ago that I'm referring to. Like, there was no Disney California Adventure. There was no Downtown Disney. In fact, I remember walking over from Disneyland Hotel, which there was no Paradise Pier Hotel and there was no Grand Californian either. So we would walk from Disneyland Hotel to the gates or we would get on the monorail. And I remember that was super cool. I mean, imagine when you're four years old and you're looking at this futuristic looking train that we were getting on and just the view that you get when you're going around on that and it's taking you right into Disneyland. It was super spectacular. And I remember when we would leave midday from the park and get back on that futuristic train and head back to the monorail station, go down the stairs and then walk over to the Disneyland resort. So it was a completely different look than it is now around Disneyland. But I mean, I like the park itself was pretty much the same. I mean, of course, some attractions attractions have come and gone and all of that. It certainly has evolved. But in essence, it's still that same magical park. So let's talk about what's the right age to bring your children or grandchildren. So the first time we brought our son, he was six years old. And that seemed like a very solid age. He would be tall enough to go on any of those um, scarier rides like Matterhorn, Indiana Jones, things of that nature, Space Mountain, things like that. So this seemed like he would be able to have the most inclusive experience. The reality is even at six, he didn't like those scarier rides. And if I can give you any piece of advice, it's to be aware of the children you're taking and their thrill level. If you have a thrill seeker, that's great. You can push the boundaries and go on some of those scarier rides. If you don't, going on the wrong ride could impact your day. So there's ways to navigate the park with younger children that can help test those thrill levels. And I will definitely cover that in detail in a future episode. But just to kind of give you high level, Fantasyland, which in theory should be pretty open and appeal to all ages, doesn't really. Just because the ride has a fun and whimsical name doesn't mean the ride is fun and whimsical. Like, for example, Pinocchio, it sounds like it should be innocent enough, but it is a dark ride, both literally and figuratively. And it has some scarier moments in it. I mean, you know, you do take some fast turns in the car and, you know, you do go crashing into a door so to speak or it makes it feel like you are and things jump out and there's some scary looking things inside and the theming and so it's not necessarily as innocent as it sounds and it can be kind of scary um when we were there indiana jones was new to all of us so my husband myself and my son and we had never been on it and we made probably a mistake And going on it for the first time together, not knowing what to expect and not knowing 
if this would be something appropriate for our son. And well, we learned the hard way it wasn't. <laughs> he literally screamed the entire time on the ride and you can't get off the ride. It's like when you love the ride, it goes super fast. When you have a screaming child beside you, not so much. So it was not the best choice or decision on our part to just take a chance. So I would highly recommend that you don't do that. But my point is that even at six, that wasn't for him. Of course there are kids who are going to think that's amazing and every kid is different and every adult is different. I know adults who don't like that ride and it's one of our favorite rides. My 10-year-old thinks it's the greatest thing that ever happened. So it definitely does depend and even though my son at six hated it, when we came back the next year when he was seven, he also thought it was great. So there is the side of any age that they may not like every ride, and you have to be aware of that. The good thing is there are plenty of more um, tame or tamer rides that appeal to him just fine. I mean, we did not have a shortage of things to do, okay? We did plenty on that trip. Now, my daughter was fortunate enough to go as early as two years old. And so she experienced a stage that my son did not experience. And that was more of an innocent stage, right? She's two years old. She's, um, you know, she thinks the characters are, you know, larger than life. She thinks Mickey Mouse is, you know, amazing. Um, She's super excited to see a princess. Um, you know, every the world is like so big to her. And we had an amazing experience, both on the Disneyland side and the DCA side. So on the Disneyland side, my daughter was dressed as Cinderella. And as luck would have it, we like literally smacked into Cinderella And it was so awesome. Of course, she took the opportunity to acknowledge her little mini me. We had a wonderful photo op and a wonderful experience with our Cinderella meeting the Cinderella. Over on the DCA side, again, she's two years old. I'm pushing her in her stroller. My husband and son are on Soarin' over California, I believe. And I was coming around this corner, uh, headed into the old Bugs Land area, and there was this gazebo-type structure where I had seen earlier there were some characters that we didn't get a chance to stop and see. And so I had seen a small line there, and I thought, huh, I wonder who's there. And to my complete surprise, as we walked a little further, I discovered it was none other than Mickey Mouse. I thought, this cannot be happening. Here is Mickey Mouse. There are like five people in line. I cannot believe this. I cannot believe this is happening. So, of course, I rush over to get in line. I'm so disappointed my husband is not going to experience her first interaction with Mickey Mouse. Now, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know how she was going to react because she is little. And even though Mickey Mouse is small to an adult, he's pretty darn big to a kid. But I still wanted to, you know, to see this because what a great opportunity. So as we're standing in line, there's a bunch of, you know, there, like I said, only like five families were standing in line in front of us. So her view of Mickey Mouse was pretty blocked, although I was telling her we were going to see him and she knew who he was because she'd been watching, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse show. But at any rate, it was 
almost our turn. There was the, uh, a pair of adults in front of us, no kids. They were by themselves. And so I was watching them. Um, and she, again, is, cannot see anything yet. And so they're done with their photos with Mickey. And they're coming back to right in front of my daughter to grab their backpacks and whatnot. And so I am focusing on them. I'm holding on to her shoulders, telling her, you know, our turn is next. And they grab their belongings. And I swear it's like a movie. They slowly move to the right. And all of a sudden, there is Mickey Mouse. But as I look at him, he has already discovered that the next person in line is my little toddler. And he is down on one knee arms open and waiting for her and I swear it still gets me so emotional when I think about how amazing he made that I let go of her shoulders and she tore off to him he wrapped his Mickey Mouse arms around her so tightly and she wrapped her arms around his neck and he gave her the greatest hug, and that was worth the price of admission right there. I was so excited and so moved. I almost didn't get a photo. It was the best you could hope for. And if she had been any older, I'm not sure it would have been the same. And that's my point is I wouldn't trade that for anything. That was my memory that I will have forever. She may not remember it as much, but I certainly do. Now, having said that, the other side of the coin is there were things that we took her on or took her to that she didn't enjoy because she was so young. And one of them was Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm going to be perfectly honest. It didn't even faze me that she wouldn't like that ride. I mean, everybody likes that ride, right? You're on a boat. It's smooth, right? Wrong. I'm going through the ride and it's like I get an epiphany As I'm looking around and she's practically climbing into the side of me, this is pretty dark through the eyes of a two-year-old. It's literally dark. It's figuratively dark. The pirates are scary as all get out, right? They're scraggly. They're loud. They're shooting off cannons. It's foggy in there. Like, hmm, maybe this wasn't the best choice for a two-year-old. Lesson learned. We did also take her in Haunted Mansion. Also not her favorite. But there were so many things that were enjoyable to her. All of Toontown was enjoyable. Most of Fantasyland was enjoyable. Um, Just being in the park, going around, having, you know, an ice cream or a popcorn or whatever was enjoyable, riding the train and getting to see the park from that perspective, going on the monorail. There's so many things that at her two-year-old age, she had a blast. And if you have an opportunity to do this, I think one of our favorite things for the next mm, five years of her life we did this Um, My son is 15 years older than she is, so when we would go with him, and then at one point with him and his girlfriend, we did that several times, 
we had us two, my husband and I, them two, and my daughter. And she was in a stroller. And at night, she would, you know, she would be over this, right? She was exhausted. She would fall asleep in her stroller. And that was a whole other experience. So what we do is take turns. So my husband and I would sit down on a park bench in this beautiful landscape, twinkling lights in the trees, sounds of people laughing and having a good time with her and her stroller. And my son and girlfriend would go on like one or two attractions. Then they'd come back and we'd switch. Or my son and I would go on something, my husband and son, my you know son's girlfriend and I would just kind of trade off. Meanwhile, my daughter's asleep in her stroller and we're getting to experience some of those thrill rides that were a little more challenging to do during the day where we didn't um, really break up necessarily. Uh, we kind of stuck together as a family, so we didn't go on all those thrill rides because we had the two-year-old. But then at night, we got to have so much fun. And Disneyland at night is a completely different experience. The crowds are thinned out. It's so beautiful at night. Amazing. And when we would sit on a park bench, not near Main Street, but facing Main Street, it's 10 o'clock at night. It's quiet in there. The fireworks go off. We could watch it. I remember my son and son's girlfriend were able to go ride Splash Mountain and they were coming out of the big drop, like climbing, coming out into the outdoors just before the plunge. And there's the fireworks in front of them. Like you can't choreograph that. It was just perfect. So there's a tip for you. If you have the availability to do that, it just makes it a completely different experience. Highly recommend it. So for us, we really enjoy experiencing Disneyland with our children at any age for them through their entire life from when they were as young as two into their 20s and hopefully well into their senior years if we're lucky. And something worth mentioning, children two and under are free. Pricing begins at age three with a small like $5 discount from ages three to nine and then full pricing from, you know, older than nine. So from a pricing perspective, that may help tip the scales. From an age perspective, if you are on the fence and you're thinking, oh, my child or grandchild is, you know, two-ish and is that too young? In my opinion, no. There is a um, experience there for them. And that's the best part about Disneyland Resort is there's something for kids and adults of all ages, no matter what the circumstances. There is plenty to do at any age, any stage, any season. It is truly an all-age, all-family member, inclusive experience. So whatever that age is, whatever that magical age that you can take your children or grandchildren to Disneyland Resort, you're going to have wonderful memories. If they're as young as two, maybe some of those lasting memories are going to be more for you than they are for them. But at that very moment in time, I guarantee your children will have an experience. They will have a magical moment that you will get to remember forever. 
when they get a little older, that memory may be a little more crisp for them and they're going to have a different kind of memory. It may be that first time they go on Indiana Jones or that first time they go on Matterhorn or maybe that first time that they go through, you know, um, Snow White's Scary Adventure in Fantasyland or over to the Haunted Mansion or even take that wonderful plunge on Splash Mountain and it's like the greatest thing ever. Whatever the case is, they will have an amazing time and so too will you. So with that, I think I will wrap up this week's discussion. As always, I had a great time talking about Disneyland. It is one of my favorite subjects. I hope this was informative and gave you a different perspective and maybe some food for thought if you are considering when to bring your children or grandchildren. If you have any questions about anything I talked about today or maybe something I didn't and you just want to know a little bit more information, I'm happy to respond to those questions. Please send me an email at questions at DisneylandDevoted.com. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving, a magical week, and we'll talk again next week. Until then, bye!